Dear brothers and sisters, today we read a passage from the prophet Isaiah that I want to comment in the light of the situation in which we live. Thus says the Lord, say to those whose hearts are frightened, be strong, fear not. Here is your God. He comes with vindication, with divine recompense, he comes to save you. The prophet here speaks about um, a pending invasion of the enemies of the Jewish people, the Assyrians, about uh, eight centuries before Christ. The Assyrians were wiping out all the surrounding people and even the other tribes of the people of Israel. Judah, among the 12 tribes, is the last standing and the situation is, uh, is uh, but promising. The dire situation in which the tribe of Judah is, it's caused also by the fact that uh, its leaders, political and religious, have made alliances with uh, other idolatrous surrounding nations, and that entailed that Judah had to adopt their idols, their immoral customs. Therefore, these decisions show that they stopped trusting in God and relied on ways that are not God's ways. A similar situation with, the, with regard to the world and the church. The ones in charge of regulating the common good keep pursuing ways that contradict the natural law instilled in the human being. And therefore, in doing so, openly challenge the law of God, the Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth, the one who establishes what is good and evil. Abortion, euthanasia, redefinition of masculinity and femininity, redefinition of marriage, free and pervasive uh, industry of pornography. This anthropological relativism that violates clearly God's creation and his law has been introduced subtly and deceptively as a right based on individual freedom. Now instead is more coercively imposed on everybody. Everybody is forced to comply, to adhere, to kneel, before this new dogmatic religion that aims to annihilate the evident dignity of the person and therefore the sovereignty of its creator. This coercion is implemented through pervasive communication, through legislative and executive branch, sometimes judiciary, through education. A coercion that is global that plans to hit even the last remote region of the earth. A coercion that despises and mocks even the last resource of freedom, that is, objection of conscience. Then, several shepherds of the church, like the religious authority of Judah at the time of Isaiah, often fail to clearly prophesy. It seems for many more convenient to address as urgent the same pre pressing 
issues of the world. These shepherds find urgent for the Church of God to update its nature and the content of its gospel that has been entrusted to her, and in doing so to align gospel and church to the wisdom of the world. They believe that the teaching of Christ about what is good and evil, about life and death, about the dignity of the person, about marriage, about the Eucharist is out of date, and this being out of date constitutes a pastoral obstacle to a form of general human fraternity. The synodal path in Germany is just the tip of the iceberg of this heresy. Lastly, on top of the fear generated by this confusion, each one among the baptized may be discouraged by the fact that the claws of Satan don't just clutch the society and the world and penetrate in the church, but also grasp the heart. The dejection felt for not being able to fully adhere to what is good and right and just, to sanctity, may be sometimes overwhelming and bring each Christian to question not the fact that Christ can save in general, rather to doubt that Christ can save me. But here, again, let's go back to the message of God given through Isaiah. Fear not, be strong. Here is your God. He comes with vindication. He comes to save you. With vindication. God's claim to be God is always vindicated by reality. And we have plenty and enough signs in our lives, in our families, in our communities, in this historical period of the miracles that Christ performs. Don't lose perception that what seems strong and powerful today is destined to crash against its own contradictions tomorrow and forever in eternity. Christ told his disciples, do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather, be afraid of the one who can destroy both, both soul and body in hell. Are not you sparrows sold for a penny? Yet none of them will fall to the ground outside your father's care. And even the hairs of your head are all numbered. Don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. The only thing it's asked of us is that we root ourselves in the truth of God, that we trust and love him in words and deeds, and that we love our neighbor. Love does not mean to tolerate the evil done by the person or institution against himself or others or God. Instead, love, as John Paul II defines it in this uh, masterpiece, Love and Responsibility, he defines it as ambition to assure the other one's good. And the other one's good is his 
and her relationship with God. Christ showed to us how far this ambition can go, to the cross. We can learn from him to sacrifice ourselves for the good of our neighbor, even for our enemies, as he did. There is no grudge to which we'll hold on because the peace of forgiveness can reign in our hearts. Then, more of a personal level, don't be dejected if the victory against evil in your hearts has not been accomplished yet. Surrender with humility what you're not capable to surrender, to, to bear. Surrender the right to exercise anger, resentment, envy, lust, and any sort of capital vice and evil from thoughts to action. God needs your freedom, and the plea of the humble who wants to change for good is truly heard by God. God is not an entity. God is a person who sent his son to die for us while we were still sinners. The only obstacle is our resistance, our pride, our stubborn and childish attempt to do our ways or to avoid the sacrifice. May our single hearts, our families, our community, our church, be redeemed places of peace, of love, in which each one of us takes up with eagerness the task to aspire for the good of our own self, first and foremost, of the spouse, of the children, of the parents, of the brothers and sisters, and bear in this way witness that he came to save us again until the final and definitive salvation in heaven. Mary, help of Christians, pray for us.